So this is it. This is back from quarantine. This is like the first yeah. quarantine meeting. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. We were trying to do quarantine episodes, but I couldn't get my mixer yeah. to work through Skype. It was a whole thing. So we just, There wasn't a lack of effort because we tried. We did. We put about 15 minutes into it and then I gave up. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't <laughs> a lot was of effort, it. but it was more effort than I was willing to put in. And I just kept asking, does it work now? Liv just kept saying, did it work now? Did, did, did it work yet? I was like, no, it doesn't. What if I yet. do this? Does it work? And I was told it's not my issue. Yeah, that like was... Ten Liv, times. Yeah, Liv just kept trying to like do things on her end to change it and i kept telling her like live this isn't your fault she's like well, let's try this different- it was all through discord <laughs> yeah you're like let's try this different way of doing things I'm like live it's not your fault she's like, but what if we do it like this i'm like live it is not your fault it is my system i wanted to help and try i know i appreciate that but it was truly my mixer that was giving me issues like, yeah. what if we what if we did it on skype or facebook chat i'm like it's not gonna help it we can't do facebook chat i don't have facebook oh yeah i forgot you don't have yeah. facebook live's cool she's off facebook yeah so have you like tweeted anything from the Twitter account or is people just thought um, we died? Cause I haven't touched the Instagram account. Forever. I did tweet a little bit ago. Oh, um, I don't know where my phone is or I'd look, but I tweeted something. I think I retweeted something. Eli Roth tweeted with the green inferno. And I think that was it. Good segue, because Eli Roth, why would you Why would you give him play on our Twitter account? I told <laughs> you there was, was like three funny. people I didn't want you to interact with. He was one of them. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, my that. God. I got my phone. Oh. Let me look. So I actually, it was funny. I found out the reason, uh, I found out Liv's actually been a little more controlled on her podcast because she was afraid, and I quote, that when I yelled at her, I was going to hit her. Yeah. Which was something I didn't realize. Every, every time I have a different opinion than anyone, and they have a very strong personality, I get terrified to voice my opinion because i'm afraid i'm gonna get hit or yelled at <laughs> keep in mind i've known Liv for about two years now we've yeah. been best friends for about a year and three quarters yeah, yeah. i've never once hit her out right. of spite like, <laughs> In- like messing around with her like i've slapped her once or twice but like right. it was truly out of fun and then yeah. she and she hits me 10 times harder and it hurts <laughs> that one time that hurts that so bad like i like tap, like tapped your face and you just full speed slapped me it was it was like habit you hit me. I'm going to hit you back. I, I, I tapped your face and you just wailed on me. I, I yeah. Heard, it wasn't even it my was face. Also it was also like a very inappropriate my... time because we were at work. It wasn't really that inappropriate, the amount of stuff that goes on at work. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You are very... And what did you say? I don't know. You did something I and I was like, don't do that. Um, like, The last time I tweeted was... January, February, March 22nd, and I was like, quarantined and bored? Nah, not anymore. Treat your ears to your favorite episode of the podcast. Aww. Catch up if you're behind or start from the beginning. No matter what, Christian and Liv love you. Aw. And then we With just... With a link tree link. And then everyone thought we disappeared because I haven't posted yeah. anything on the Instagram. It's Instagram- great. I got three retweets and three likes. I weren't... Two of them were you and I. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's this one guy without fail who always likes them and retweets them. Is he that dude... Oh, that, this one was Corey. Thanks, Corey. Oh, hey, shout out to Corey Weinberg yeah. from Three Bear Studios. I guess it's a good segue. Yeah. Uh, through this Aww, episode thanks, of Always of the Podcast. Well, I guess, okay. Hi, this is the podcast. Hi. I don't know what episode we're on. I haven't really checked. But, Ooh, uh, I don't know. It is, it is Christian and... Liv. Liv, and we're back post-quarantine. I mean, you're still quarantined, but post-intense like quarantine. Yeah. A little more relaxed before wave two hits. And uh, before you get going, I guess... Before wave two. 
thanks uh thanks to Corey weinberg at three bear studios for uh sending us this nice mixer like always um three bear studios if you're a bear you're aroused right now Okay. Um, this is episode 26. Yeah, episode care. 26? Yeah. Okay, cool. Episode 26. Uh, we're going to do a movie that um, I didn't want to do, that I have some opinions on, and those opinions extend back to my uh, complete and total visceral dislike of Eli Roth. Liv, what movie did we do? Uh, we are doing The Green Inferno. <laughs> I watched this movie for the first time when I lived in Colorado. And then I've watched it about four more times since then. <laughs> so um, when I first watched this, Sarah, girlfriend, um, she watched it first and she said how ridiculous and bad it was. And I started watching it and I kind of knew like the premise and the plot and like what it was going for. So I was like, can I just skip ahead? Like, can I skip to when they crashed? Do yeah. I miss anything? She's like, yeah. And I skipped an hour into the movie and that's when the plane went down. Yeah. Yeah. And so this time I told Liv I would watch the whole thing beginning to end, and I regret that decision wholeheartedly. I'm so, sorry. So, I mean, the movie was released in 2013. Yeah. So that's and, my first bit of information. It's well, an hour and 43 minutes. Um, but if you guys remember to like probably like three minutes ago, Christian said the action doesn't start until an hour into the movie. It starts 17 minutes and 42 seconds into yeah, the movie. But when do they... So... Eli Roth made Green Inferno as a tribute to Cannibal Holocaust, and another fun fact is during Cannibal Holocaust, there was a movie called Green Inferno they talked about. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, if you've never seen Cannibal Holocaust, that was an infamous movie that had a surprising amount of uh, social commentary to it. Basically, the whole plot of it was these like execs were looking at this footage of these people who were eaten by cannibals. Like, we can't sell this. We can't show this. And the other half of the execs were like, yeah, we can. We'll make millions. People want to see it. And it turns out that the cannibals in the movie weren't actually bad. It was just the uh, film crew doing terrible things to them, and it caused the cannibals to get mad. Oh. Yeah, so that was Cannibal Holocaust. So this movie lost oh, all nuance that Cannibal Holocaust ended up having. I didn't know that. I should have watched that first. Yeah. Um, it was infamous because they killed like real animals on screen. Oh, God. No, I don't want to watch that. No, I mean, it sucks, but they also made a big thing to talk about how like we ate them and things. We didn't just mm. kill them. And, and then like the cast and crew like basically went into hiding after it because they wanted them to think that like they actually died and it was oh. real. And like the um, director had to go before a judge and bring them out and be like, they are alive. I did not kill them. <laughs> I so, love um, that. But yeah, so let's let's get rolling on the Green Inferno, um, yeah. the uh, lesser of the two cannibal movies so we talked about. So the first time, I guess the first few times I watched this, I'm also very new to Eli Roth. Like I didn't, I never like understood who he was or what he did before this. And so like watching it now, I vividly remember you telling me it was Eli Roth a while ago. But then I watched it and I was like, oh, Eli Roth did it. <laughs> and so that was my whole like revelation with this and the girl who played justine is married to eli roth in real life so she really the main girl oh, no, yeah so it's like a rob zombie thing how he's yeah. his wife in it i well i think that, uh, i kind of did some actress, research though. and i, I think that either met on set or before like slightly before oh so like because they got married up. after it released oh really yeah oh, okay. or they got that's married little, like the release year so like i don't know i i didn't look into the relationship because i didn't care that much i just kind of yeah. like saw they were married i'm like oh that's better. Weird. I appreciate yeah, that. They At make... least it's not like with Rob Zombie, how he has to always put his wife in his movie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if my husband was a director, writer, producer, I'd be like, put me in your movie. Yeah, 100%. But, okay, I, and like, I would, but I also wouldn't give like the main role, like Rob Zombie does, and he gives oh. like the main role to his wife, mm. and she's like an okay actress, but oh. she's not main role. I don't Rob know. Rob Zombie's wife, you're wonderful. I mean, she's a sweetheart. I don't have any issue with her. I just, like, she's a good actress. I just never... You, you wouldn't put her in your movie. 
I would put her in my movie. I just don't know if I'd put her. Like, Lords of Salem, I thought she did very well. Mm. But again, Lords of Salem is like one of the few Rob Zombie movies I didn't hate with every yeah. ounce of my being. I've only ever seen one, and I didn't finish it. You watched, didn't you watch Halloween? The Rob Zombie Halloween? Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, yeah, I watched that one, too. Yeah, I guess I've seen first two. first 45 minutes is Baby Michael Myers. No one cares about Baby Michael Myers. No. But, um, so how does uh, Green Inferno start? Um, it starts, actually, in the Amazon with, like, a little pre- pre-credit scene i don't oh, yeah. remember what happens because all i wrote was literally starts in the amazon because you said it took so long oh. to the it starts it with like you just kind of get like a general idea of like this company like tearing down parts yeah of and you kind of get introduced to the cannibals and stuff yeah um but it starts when they're at college or i guess she's um okay justine's our main character yes i guess she's a freshman i don't know what school they're at i didn't pay attention i don't think they said um but her she has a roommate casey and casey is a mother fucking bitch like she is i liked casey i hated her well, i liked casey because like i literally like in college those were the girls i was into oh so like i was like yeah. oh this reminds me of uh i would be like i wouldn't even talk to her but like, she was nice real to life. her roommate though oh to her roommate yeah. yeah but she like made fun of everyone i think at some point they used the hard r word oh yeah like, they, they did. were okay but that's... also their body shaming so this 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 actually goes on to a deeper issue with Eli Roth is he made the whole movie as like a der her her let's trigger the libs thing mm. apparently which yeah. I don't, I didn't really get because he didn't do anything that was kind of like let's trigger the libs too. yeah it was very so it was it was like <laughs> it was outdated humor it like was very it was very outdated. not politically correct anymore it was or good or funny there's that too yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like um one of the things that I realized watching it this time compared to the last times is how like triggering it could be if someone like didn't know going into it anything about like genital mutilation and oh yeah that's kind of like, like that. the whole the i guess whole... we're kind of jump i'm jumping no, it or whatever fine. but it was kind of it's, it's not that important of a part yeah no, again the first yeah. hour of the movie is the setup to a movie where the whole basis is to watch the characters get eaten by cannibals yeah oh for I sure the care. whole point is to see these people die i don't care about any of these people i don't even care how they got there we can keep going because that's going to be something we're going to talk about when they're on that damn plane when they're on the damn plane. Yeah, when the plane finally goes down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Justine, the main character's dad, is a UN lawyer. Which was Which a is very important. See, and that was, I missed that because I skipped. Oh, The first yeah. time, I didn't realize that. I mean, and just even go forward. Because, like, that's all you really needed to yeah. know. Yeah. Literally, yeah. And they, like, find, like, an activist group that's on campus fighting for health insurance for, like, the janitors, which is cool. Yeah, and they got it. Yeah, they, they did it's good. cool. And then their next move was... Then they was, get extreme. What? Um, they decide to... Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember what their cause was called, but they wanted to save like the indigenous people in the Amazon from like logging companies and like yeah deforestation. But not really. Yeah, it was all PR stunt. Yeah, then you realize yeah. So and like the main dude Anton, whatever his name was Alejandro. Alejandro. He yeah. brings Justine because oh he learns that like he's a freaking asshole. Yeah, he's a jerk. Um, he becomes I guess the real the antagonist of the movie. Like the cannibals, you would think. But yeah. I guess Alejandro is the. They're bad just guy. living their life. Yeah, I got can't even be that mad at him. But yeah. uh, they bring Justine along because her dad's the UN yeah. lawyer. And literally, so once this is established, you could jump straight to their plane crashing. Yeah, for and, sure. But no. We still have another 40 minutes of yeah. dealing with these annoying college they kids. had, like, a five-minute scene of Justine and her dad eating lunch and talking. And then at the end of the scene, her friend's just there staring at the dad. But again, <laughs> like, something that you could have cut that scene out. And oh, absolutely. Lost absolutely. She was just telling her dad that she was going her to the Amazon. Was like third wheel, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah her friend was broke, I think was what they were trying to get at is oh. her friend didn't have money. So that's why the dad was like, well, you can bring your friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, anytime I, if I was in school, my parents visited or anything, they offer lunch to my friends, too. Oh, it must have been nice. Yeah. Now well, my just, parents, but, well, but, like, but just my, parents, my mom. But. Like, but like my my parents were never it was never a big no. deal when they came down because they lived like twenty minutes away. Oh yeah, yeah. I lucked out. Both my parents worked in the town that I went to school in, so they would Did do my carpool? laundry for me. No, they oh. would do my laundry for me because I lived on campus. Aww. It was so nice of them because they always got annoyed that we had to pay all this money to go to school and then pay for the laundry. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about my freshman year roommate? No. Um. Let's call. Oh gosh. Don't think she'd ever listen to this. Maxine. Okay, Maxine. I lived in a dorm room that had four individual bedrooms in the dorm. We had a living room and a little kitchen area oh, and that's two cool. bathrooms. We had like it was wow, like, that is, really nice. I've like never updated. Had two in my it was dorm. called like a residential suite. Yeah, yeah. We were like a corner suite. Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's nice. how we got like the nicer one because yeah. we're like, oh yeah, we'll live with four people. But anyhow, Jesse and I were on one side. You just adore Jesse, love her. Complete not the roommate we're talking Oh, it's because you just blew no. up the spot. Shout out to Jesse. Yeah. Um we were roommates sophomore and freshman year. Um and then I had two other roommates that were on the other side. And the one girl, Maxine, was from Ohio. I uh, went to school in Pittsburgh. She was from Columbus, I think. I'm not sure. Some suburb of a city. Sure, her there, there's dad a, there's a petition to change Columbus to Flavortown. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. But anyway. <laughs> Send it to me. Yes. Um, she was from Ohio, and we I actually talked to her for the first time before we even like went to school freshman year. And she was super nice. We got along great. And then we arrive at school. We meet her parents. I swear her dad was in the Italian mob. Aww. Like, he looked like it, talked like it. Her mom looked like she'd were, be a mob were they, were they like Italians or the Italian-Americans? No. Like, I think her dad was from Italy. Oh, that's cool. Like, for sure. But super rich. Like, her parents would come every Monday, pick up her laundry from the prior week, bring it back Sunday night, slash the next, like, Monday, with, like, meals for the week, because she didn't know how to do her own laundry. She didn't cook her own food. How far from Columbus were you? It was, like, four hours. That's Like, her parents would come all of the time, and, like... Did they drive... Did they have a driver... Like Tony, Tony spaghetti. I don't know. Up. I never stuck around to find out. Yeah, them. that's weird. But like, she didn't like. I had to teach her how to use a microwave. I had to teach her how oh to my God. She had do made. her laundry. She had a. I know. And so, like, when you're like, yeah. "Oh, my parents do my laundry for you," I just think of like. You freaking spoil little shit. No, no. But if you've known my parents, we grew up in this working class neighborhood. Like it's, yeah. I just oh, lucked out sure. that my parents were there. Yeah. Well, and then the, the other issue is I also don't dry my clothes in a dryer because I'm afraid of them shrinking. Because if you ever Aww. meet, if you ever meet me, I'm a, I'm like a bigger dude. I'm not like yeah. super fat, but I'm I'm like you have a good body. I say I say I'm like lumberjack chic is my look, <laughs> lumberjack chic. And yeah, so especially I don't when lo- you wear those flannels at work. And I don't have baby. a lot. Of, I don't have a lot of wiggle room with my clothes. If they shrink, I'm done. My whole wardrobe is kind of yeah. just pushed until I lose some. Oh. So I would air dry. Do you wash them too. in cold water? Uh, we air dry everything. Ah. So if, if you're ever at my house, you have a little laundry line. You've actually that's true. You've never seen because my mom will never let that happen. We, a laundry we, line? Dude, no, no one will see the fact that we air dry our clothes because oh. she's super neurotic. Like you know how nice my house is when you come. Yeah, in. Like, that's like a day's work that she does. She, Interesting. Like my neuroses is from my mother through. And yeah. Through. What was I getting at? So yeah, they would air dry the clothes, but everyone was always everyone would always give me shit. They'd be like, "You know how to do laundry?" I'm like, "I do my own like towels and like do linens." You, do you separate your colors and darks? I mean, and all whites. All your clothes, clothes are, are black. Darks. That's all how darks. mine is. Yeah, You're literally clothes are darks. <laughs> and if they're not darks, they're like, like I literally only have either blacks and like dark greens, dark blues, or yeah. 
light greens, light blues. That's my black wardrobe. and gray. Yeah. I do have some pops of color in there. Yeah, but occasionally, but mm. but greens yeah, everyone, are my good. Be like, you know, do you do your laundry? I'm like, I can do my towels and I do my bedding. So yeah. I know I do my laundry. Yes, yeah. my parents pick it up. But yeah. Anyway, oh, I don't know if we said this, but we're at my house today. Oh yeah, we're at Liv's house today. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, not that it's important, no. but I thought people should know. Yeah, we're changing it up. So where <laughs> yeah. are we talking about? Um, Alejandro's. Duh, duh, duh. Uh, yeah, we'll just get to the part where they meet in the Peruvian Amazon. Yeah. So anyway, they <laughs> they go to Peru. Yeah. And they meet up with a dude who's like bankrolling <sighs> it. Rap. What's his name? So did you look it up? Was that Eli Roth? It looked like him. Eli usually plays a character in his movies, like Quentin Tarantino. I have, I have, I am I'm pulling up. Okay, well, while, while, while I don't think that, we'll it was through. because I think his name. Sugar. He looked what like his name. He looked like Eli Roth's like stunt double. I even thought I'm like, oh, I don't need to put him on there because it doesn't matter. You're talking about like the guy who like funded it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, basically, it kind of boils down to Alejandro did this. We're gonna skip like ten minutes of the movie, but again, sure, shares. Sure. Turns out, Carlos. Carlos. So, no, it's. Mateus Lopez. Yeah, he looks like Eli Roth, though. Um, yeah. turns Eli out Roth isn't in this one, I think. Alejandro bankrolls this through this Carlos guy as a giant publicity stunt, knowing that they're going to go to the Amazon, stop the Amazon bulldoze for like a day, and then get Carlos's yeah, company. Isn't like said. Carlos's company then is going to be the one to do yeah, the... Yeah, it's and like then, the competitor was there first, and they, they're going to go in yeah, after. And then, and then Alejandro is going to get this giant cut for the organization. It's going to get a lot of publicity and blow up. Yeah. And basically, they did that by giving Justine like bunk equipment, and then she yeah. gets like a gun pool, a gun pulled on oh, her, yeah. and they're like, she's your dad's a UN lawyer. Yeah. And then like... They're live streaming this. So, yeah. okay, so we kind of miss, like they go, their whole like, point is to tie themselves to trees, so no, they don't... Equipment. Was it equipment? She was attached. It was, uh, it was, it was both. Whatever. Was an, again, annoying. Yeah. Um, but then they're all like in the same outfits with masks yeah. on, and then they start filming. There's like 13 of them filming or something, like and they hacked, had like it was like a hacked. Yeah, yeah, they had like different streaming websites throughout the world, and so yeah. like they had like a world presence. And then they found out it was like her dad was in the UN, and then they got a phone call and they had to stop, and they let them go. Yep. I forgot initially that. I thought they were just, when they got back to the boat after they were found out, that's when the cannibals got them. I forgot the plane crashed. Yeah. I completely forgot the plane so, crashed. We're about 45 minutes into the movie now, and we have <laughs> yet to actually get to why you came to this movie. This is the, right now, right now is when you could have started the movie. Yeah. You could have. Well, I think it was important to see them, like, kind of backstab her and use her. Okay, but that could have been done in 20 minutes. You didn't have to introduce her to her roommate. You did not have to introduce her to her dad. You did not need oh, to know yeah. Justine's roommate, her dad. You did not need her to know. Her dad was in something, but he's uncredited. Oh. In the movie. That's kind of dumb. Yeah. That's weird. He's a famous actor. Can't put his name on it. He's probably in, like, Supernatural. Probably. But, yeah, you did not need. Yeah, none of that introduction was needed. You could have literally just cut to Justine. Learn she's a freshman in school, goes to that meeting with Alejandro, find out the UN, goes, does all that, and now it gets to the plane crash. So yeah. they like they charter this plane to leave Peru, and it turns out that the plane was sabotaged. Yeah. I just don't understand how they didn't understand it was going to be dangerous, and they're all like scared. Yeah. I but mean... Whatever. Also, Jonah's a fucking tryhard. Oh, we didn't go through all the people. There's Junie from Spy Kids. Oh, yeah. Junie B. Junie B. Jones. Junie B. Jones from Spy Kids. Junie from Spy Kids. He's married to Megan Trainer now. I did Daniel hear that, actually. Good for him. If that's how you say his last name. I don't know. Um, One of my favorite, I knew I adored them the day I saw them coming out of the sex shop with all their sex toys and that paparazzi photo. Mm. And I think he has like those little 
finger feet shoes on or something finger y'all feet know shoes. y'all the know the picture gloves. i'm talking about yeah i didn't but i like the foot glove shoes yeah. or they could be crocs i can't remember but it was, was a fan funny freaking shoes. shoes i'm a fan of foot i feel like shoes. they're comfortable apparently they're really good for hiking yeah you can what I heard. grip stuff a kid that i knew in school he would wear them all the time yeah because you can grip stuff yeah um <laughs> but yeah I, I mean the characters aren't important like i said they're yeah Junie. Basically, oh, we missed the part where he gets his wee wee almost bitten oh, off yeah. by the spider. A, tr- a tarantula almost crawls on Junie's weenie. They they they, they show a lot of uh, wiener. Wee wee, yeah, that's good. Um, well, always a fan of seeing wee wee. It's about plane, time. Plane goes down. The only people who survive are Alejandro, Justine, Junie from Spy Kids. Um, this guy going after Justine, and then that Jonah. other girl, Samantha, was one of them, and yeah. I think Amy's the other one. Okay, first of all, Samantha, beautiful. She, she's she's the one who's favorite. annoying though. Was she? She was the one with the tattoos. Who's the one who? Oh yeah, but who's okay? And Amy's the, the one that shit herself the whole time. Yeah, that was yeah. her. Yeah, I will say there was a scene where after the plane goes down, this one dude's like, "Oh, dude, dude's still alive," and he goes and runs and just gets his head fucking rocked. Oh by yeah, me. it reminded me of the scene in Titanic where the guy fell off and hit the propeller. He just walks and gets. <laughs> oh freaking my god, it was so funny. Nailed. I was like, you deserved that, you absolute idiot. Yeah, but so those are the people who survive. That's all you need to know. Yeah, and then they get. They wake oh up. no! There's another girl because she doesn't last. Or unless that was, it was Alejandro's girlfriend. Kara. Oh, she, she died. Get, yeah, she dies instantly when the like, yeah because the, the they kill her. They don't dart her. They actually yeah. just kill her. And then, <laughs> they, did we tell them they were hanging out at the the plane crash and that's when they got kidnapped? Well, yeah, yeah. I can't okay, remember. so yeah, the plane the plane crashes. Not a lot of people live. They're trying to find they their GPS started. and they start getting attacked by the cannibals. <laughs> Alejandro's girlfriend gets shot through the neck with the arrow. I'm laughing, but this scene was fun. Yeah. She gets shot in the neck with an arrow, then Alejandro's like down there and she's like alive still. Oh, yeah. He's like, it's okay. And they just shoot her again. Shoot in the her forehead. right in the forehead. It goes like, right ah. through her brain. She's also a scumbag. I, yeah, I didn't like her. She you was. Know. And then everyone else gets darted and then they wake up, go into the cannibal town. Yeah, they're on boats. Um Do you know if this is this based on a real tribe or is it just no. like kind of like a generalization no, because, um, of the Amazon? So that was another thing tribe? I want to talk about is because I didn't apparently, know. Apparently, cannibalism wasn't really a th- isn't really a thing. Like they have these like cannibal tribes in yeah. the Amazon. They don't really exist. Oh. That's like there's a debate of historians that if cannibalism was ever actually accepted, they think it was really only ritualistic mm. or like last resort. Last they don't resort, they don't think yeah. anybody like subsisted off of people. Right? Because like, I feel not like a thing. Right? Because like a sign of civilization is like caring for your own kind of yeah, thing. But, like, like, so even like, in like, even like in a quote unquote uncivilized society, they're still civilized because yeah. it's a society. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that I guess that's also the other. I don't know, man. It's, it was cool though. All these people are actually Amazonian like tribes people too. I was gonna say they all looked very authentic. No, However, are... some of the kids looked very white. Yeah, some but of the kids I think I noted it, were, but I'm like it's not but, important. So the, Eli Roth actually got a Peruvian tribe in the Amazon to do this, and he showed them oh. Cannibal Holocaust, and they thought it was a comedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they so, so they were really excited to do this I movie, love which it. is a cool fun fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he got it probably oh, didn't like pay that. them off properly, but we'll talk. About You're gonna it. hate this, but I think that made me like the movie a little more. Mm. <laughs> Pretty low bar, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, so they get to the tribe, and they are kind of taken to a stand, and the head chief of the tribe, I don't know what you call the leader, the... The lady? Yeah, she was like a priestess, or the whatever. El- the elder. Yeah, the elder. Um, she's super badass, like, I loved her whole vibe, minus the sexual assault and general mutilation that she did. Um, but they're all kind of standing there, and then she chose Jonah to be their first victim and they uh freaking rip his eyes out while he's still alive well i think they drug him first 
They do something to him, but yeah. it didn't work because he was screaming. But they uh, rip his eyes out, then rip his tongue out, and they kill him. And, and then they eat him. So, this is another beef I had. Yeah. The movie is gross and gory. Mm-hmm. That can't mm-hmm. be argued. I love it. But I love the blood. They, when Eli Roth built this movie, he was like, it's gonna be the most disgusting thing you've ever... It wasn't really that gross. No, I don't think it was either. I think all the gore and practical effects were pretty standard run-of-the-mill yeah. horror there nothing I would agree. was that out there nothing was that crazy and do you think when, he meant like the like cannibalistic side of it no, and like I, no, just the, even the cannibalism side wasn't even that i don't crazy like to use the word savage but no, like even the cannibalistic side wasn't that crazy because they cooked everybody yeah matter of fact it looked delicious <laughs> it probably smelled good, so good. because like the they one guy was like comment. i can smell my friend being Eaten. cooked but this was delicious <laughs> and yeah the whole time they're like just kind of trapped in this cage like to be honest if i last resort i'd probably eat someone yeah. Like, I wouldn't happens. do it willingly, but, like, if I'm about oh, no. to die... I would, I would 100%. You, you know? Liv, you would be getting lemon pepper on you right as we crashed. That's fine. There was a Just... fun a fun Hard Times article. It was a trapped death metal band resorts to resorts to kit cannibalism before trying literally anything else. <laughs> you can, like, cut my legs off first and, like, cauterize them and then eat, we could share Oh, yeah, it. I would start. I would, st- I would start with your legs. Like you would start with, like, the calf and you get, like, the big haunches, the thighs. Yeah. Yeah, I got some fat on there, too, yeah. so it'll be nice and... Tender and marbleized. <laughs> and marbleized. Hundred percent exi- Alberta beef. Liv actually exists as a wagyu cow. Yeah, and she just like <laughs> drinks beer and just massages her legs with wine. Yeah, that's I, what uh, she does. I live a very, very good life. life. Yes. Um. So yeah, Jonah gets killed. Yeah, and, and they're really, in a cage. It, it, from this point on, it is just. Oh yeah, they hacked off his arms and his legs while he was still yeah. alive. I from, forgot from about this that. point on in the movie. It just goes to kill, to kill, to kill, to kill. Yeah. Um. How did they choose their food before the Americans showed up? Did they just eat all those animals? Yeah, because like yeah, because like at the end of the day, like I'm saying, uh, cannibalism wasn't like a thing. Yeah. Or do you think they were like, mm, today I'm feeling like a middle aged woman, or oh, I really want some young meat today. I'm I guess, gonna. I guess the the assumption that boy over the assumption there. is that like they oh, would grandpa's hunt, going. We should would just hunt, uh, throw him on a plate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're trying to apply way too much logic to this movie. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's funny. These are uh, every time you tell me to just write my thoughts. These are no thoughts good. That's what I wanted you to do. No, but still. And then every, all the cannibals bond over a good home cooked meal of Jonah. Of Jonah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they foreshadow the smoker and the munchies somehow, or about his friend being cooked. Yeah. It um. Oh, and then the next thing I have that happens is the poop scene okay this is what i wanted to talk about yeah so this one yeah. girl first off lives my absolute nightmare i have a so when i was a young kid there's a place in gettysburg called boyd's bears <gasps> it was this really boyd's big Bear, brand you know it was a yeah. huge brand of expensive <gasps> wow. like artisanal like stuffed animals yeah oh my gosh i begged my mom for one of the baby ones yeah, once where you cute. had to like name it they were cute we had a bunch in my house because the boyd's bear it was usually yeah. good, good good discounts i remember being birthday there. parties like i remember being there and farting and shitting myself just just <laughs> terrible like Aww, how old just, are you? i was a young kid i was like it's still when i wore sweatpants everywhere kind of young. yeah like I was young, and i remember that happening and ever since that happened i've only ever pooped myself once it has been my just absolute fear of pooping myself. It has stuck with me my entire life. Yeah. I still have debilitating days where I have to go somewhere and I haven't pooped that morning. And You're I nervous. get scared. I Aww. think I'm going to poop myself. Yeah. So she lives my nightmare. The scariest scene in any movie was her having to poop in the corner. But it made me so mad because this girl is sitting there. There's just comical fart noises going on. Yeah. The whole scene's hilarious. The kids, kids are, are laughing. And it's playing the most dramatic music 
And that's that why I hate Eli it? Roth. That's why I hate Eli Roth. He has these moments that could be funny and make me like it, but he's like, no, it's edgy. Oh, she's pooping herself. All the kids are like, and giggling and laughing, and all the other people are like, oh, it stinks. And the music's like, dun, 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 dun. See, I didn't even notice the no, music at all. it made me so mad. I was beyond angry. You can hear it. I'm still mad thinking about it. Are you, I think you're just trying to... No, no, this is how I felt. I told her I wanted to throw it. myself out the window. And she's sitting there, she's like, I'm so sorry. Dun, dun, dun. It's See, the you worst could have texted me ever. and be like, oh, we're not doing this movie. No, <laughs> like I, I wanted to. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in another right. episode. Oh, my uh, God. It was... Ugh. I don't like this movie. If you thought I liked this movie, you lost the plot. If you uh, listen to any other episode, I've talked about my dislike of Eli yeah. Roth. Except for Cabin Fever, because he was funny. Did he do Fever one was... that we liked? The Sacrament, he produced it. Oh. He's no, a... there's one that we just watched. Or maybe not. Maybe we just talked about no. it. No. Um, Eli Roth's a good producer. I like the movies he yeah. produces. Because I remember, we've had this conversation yeah, where it was like... Because Cabin Fever is the only one I like by him, because it's mm. funny. And that's why I liked House of a Thousand Corpses by Rob Zombie, because it was funnier. Yeah. They they're both try to be too edgy and serious, and I can't stand edgelords. They annoy me. Guess, guess what? When you try to be edgy, you know what you're not. Edgy. You're just cringe, bro. Uh, yeah. Christian, you're too cool for me. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's a lie. Uh, so where are we? She poops herself. Uh, then it turns to night. Um, I don't remember what happens, but I think they're trying to like escape. And they, they can't. Um, yeah, but Alejandro, we find out is... I mean, it's not a shock, but he's a douchebag. Yeah, he's, he's only in it for the fame, and he doesn't give a shit about the people. No, it was all... It was a PR stunt for him. He was trying to be yeah. like... And, like, he doesn't care about the people he's trapped with or, like, the natives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he was a political party, I think I'd call him the Democratic Party. <gasps> Bro, Ooh. modern political discourse. I was trying to explain to Liv what the difference yeah. between a liberal and a Democrat I'm really was. really bad and at it. Was, I'll still have to explain uh, that to you. Really yeah. It down. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it turns to Day, and Justine plays her little flute necklace to Kid, and she, like, charms him, which is important later. There's a flute necklace she got from her mom, and it's made of silver. And it's it's like melted silver from, from her grandma's jewelry. Yeah. That was kind of important, but really not. I mean, yeah. You know what? That's one of the only important things from the first hour of the movie. But even then, you could ignore that and oh. still just go to the scene with and the flute necklace and know it. what's yeah. going on. Yeah, For sure. For yeah. sure. I would agree with that So statement. she plays it and like, makes friends with a little native child. Yeah. Um, and then they, the tribe capture, or I guess doesn't capture, takes out all the women and lines them up. And they're like priestess lady the leader the elder finger. has this weird like tooth claw bone thing on her finger and like fingers them and i think she's checking for virgins yeah it goes back to the whole female genital yeah. mutilation thing and justine's a virgin ah uh, uh, oh, what a, no what a co- she lives. coincidence the final girl final girl has to be a virgin yeah yeah duh i yeah. just realized that good job eli way to really break the mold there bud <laughs> a plus um and then, so they choose her. Uh, oh, but I also wanted to say, this is kind of where the movie kind of lost points for me because I forgot about it. And it kind of made me really uncomfortable. It really was just with, like the sexual scene. assault. And, like, uh, like I, I get it's a movie, but also. So, trigger warning for this movie. Yeah, I guess. All the movies. Tri- oh, yeah. I guess we are. It's a pretty, pretty gross section yeah. of movies. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, what a sick movie. And then the one girl tries to escape. I think it was... Oh, Samantha, the girl with the tattoo. tattoo. She's like, I'll be back. And, and I'm like, got. sure, Jan. But she makes it to the boat. But doesn't go on. And it, they 
set it up so you, you think she survives. And then they feed them to her friends. Yeah. And they find out because in the bottom of one of the bowls is one of her tattoos. And then the poop girl freaks out. And, and shatters the bowl and just wrecks herself. You know how mean that was? They have to make those clay bowls by, like, getting mud and, like, casting it and blowing yeah. it and burning it. And she just breaks that. plate probably took months to make. Oh, absolutely. But I have a solution for that. You know how they kill and eat people? Just use their skull. Oh. Why make clay bowls when you have human utensils ready to go? That was uh, another episode of Liv's DIY Corner. Uh, yep. Thanks for showing up. Because <laughs> <laughs> my other thought process was like, oh, if they need forks and knives, they have like bones they can chisel. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. You know what? You're not. You could <gasps> You could <laughs> make someone's hand. You just kind of like tie it up and use their fingers as the <laughs> little chopsticks. <laughs> The little like arm bones and chopsticks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Eli Roth, if you ever need anyone as a conceptual artist on any of your shows, please reach out to me. I am free and willing to work for money. Um, Eli Roth, if you ever want to reach out to me, I'll still probably do it because at the end of the day, I'm a money pig, I guess. Yeah, you're gonna sell out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna sell out because the world's terrible. Same. Yeah, that's for Uh... sure. I forget why I wrote this, but I think someone says I'm vegan and they don't eat. It's that girl. The who oh, the girl who throat. slits her yeah. throat. Yeah. Which is just like, I. Oh, yeah. I wrote trigger warning for that. Why? Because she slits her throat? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe people. These are horror movies. I expected that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I guess I was just so messed up by the golden glove. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that. That was. Um, um, but yeah. anyhow, they are like, oh, they're going to come take her. We're going to play a joke on them. And they shove weed down Amy's throat, the girl that slit her throat. Um, so when the cannibals take her and bake her, she turns into a giant edible. And I would like to just say, that's not how you make edibles. They have never smoked the marijuana in their life. Yes, so from Christian. what I've read, you need to have fat involved. Yeah. So technically, if it cooks her in there, the fat will melt into the weed and then re-solidify when she takes it out. So hmm. technically, but you know what? Interesting. Also, the whole movie's bad. Why are we picking for <laughs> this scene? I don't know. Because obviously they they didn't use like can of butter or can of oil or anything. Yeah, because they were doing with can of bowls. Oh, oh! <laughs> Christian, hey, so funny. Singer. That was an unscripted. That was all top of my head. That was good. Thank that you. Was good. I um, appreciate it. So yeah, and then all the cannibals are stoned. Yeah, and they which get is, the again, dumb it's scene. Funny. Yeah, it was a really bad. Scene. I will say, but, Junie getting killed was funny. Yeah. So there, he like, I forget how he gets out. How does he get out of the cage? He just climbs through the top. Oh, and then they dart him or something, and then he wakes up and he's like, "Oh, I'm okay." And then they start to laugh, and he's like, "Haha, they're stoned." And he tries to like make them laugh, but then they start to try to eat his hands because they have the munchies, which was so funny. And we then, forgot another dude. Who? It was that other that like nice guy. <gasps> oh yeah, because he's the one who runs out with Justine. Yeah, because oh, the guy yeah. and Justine runs out, and then Junie. Oh, I didn't. We didn't get there yet. No, that's because so the guy and Justine run Daniel. out. Daniel. Yeah, Junie tries to climb out and gets pulled back down by Alejandro, and then he <gasps> yeah. makes a break for it. So Justine and, uh, what's the guy's name you said? Daniel. Justine and Daniel are running through the woods, and Junie's back at the camp and gets eaten because they have yeah, the munchies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was, I, that was funny. When he's yeah. like, they have the munchies. I'm like, good <laughs> God. Above. They eat him. But they <laughs> ate him raw and cooked the other ones. Do you think they have a preference? Cooked yeah, they, or no, they raw? Were just, they had the munchies. They just hmm. needed food. Just needed some little, little nom-noms, like sushi. Yeah, Junie sushi. Bowl. Jushi. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy. Uh, and then 
oh yeah daniel and justine try to escape and she falls in the river and he saves her with a twig yeah um but they didn't escape they didn't make it so we still got like 30 minutes left in this movie oh yeah for so sure they oh but away. they can make it back to the plane and they find all like their friends as like human effigies which is a direct scene from uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Oh. If you've seen Cannibal Holocaust, you know the scene of the woman on the pole. That's what they did to everyone else. Mm. I'll show it to you after, and you'll yeah. be like, oh, okay. Um, but then they get recaptured, so it was all for naught. So they're back with Alejandro, Daniel, and Justine. Daniel and Justine, uh-huh. Daniel but then gets- I completely forgot about this yeah, scene. Yeah, a little rough. They strung him up on, like, a pyre, I guess, but without the burny stuff so just a stick in the ground yeah and they club the fuck out of him he just beat his knees in yeah and then i forgot how brutal it was but then yeah. they put that was like the little only scene in the movie where i was like that's actually a little brutal yeah. but then i don't know what they put on him like something to attract like ants bullet ants or killer ants or something they were, they were just nondescript yeah ants. they were huge but they it was were, also cgi, CGI. I, was really say, bad CGI. Big I was gonna say every, all like oh i made a note like all like the um practical effects were fine yeah i was gonna as say that like, the airplane cgi came in though yeah. it all their budget just yeah the airplane the scene like the crash scene was great because like they actually like were spinning yeah. like i thought that was cool i made note of that yeah um, but no but, as soon as cgi yeah. came in just it was like all, oh, all their abilities were gone. but the ants eat him from like the inside out or whatever and just bite the shit out of them though yeah and they like living shows like holes in his head and stuff but then when justine runs up to him and like tries to save him he's just like kill me now just wait. kill me and then all the other cannibals leave because the bulldoze people finally get there oh yeah i did not make yeah, note all about the other that cannibals but i totally forgot the, uh, most of the cannibals because the uh bulldozing companies are finally there and yeah. the little cannibal native friend that justine made because of the necklace re- rescues her yeah and then, like oh yeah she was tied up getting her stuff almost sewed up and yeah cut off. yeah she almost got that female her female gentleman and she got rescued and she goes and finds daniel and he's like just kill me justine she's like i can't and the yeah cannibal girl just stabs him and yeah kills him, like, which i don't know how he understood that but i mean you, you did, probably could feel it i was gonna say you weren't coming back from that no um then they run away the kid saves her and she crosses a river and there's a black jaguar there i forget what they said it was for but then uh, earlier in the movie they yeah, did some yada, it's not important yada. but like the black jaguar is the, the defender of the amazon yeah or death or something or death. I don't, it, it was, was like again. two that could mean anything in the at the beginning of the movie it shows the bad luck and then at the end it shows the good luck with the girl getting saved because then the tribes people just stop following her and she's saved and then she lies was, to the authorities about what happened it was eli roth Done. trying to be like symbolic symbolic mm-hmm. and she goes and she finds the tribes people who are fighting the uh the private security force of that company again yeah. and then she comes out and she's like camera l camera which i was like l camera really oh yeah, yeah. i forgot about and that and then she gets taken back and rescued and she yeah. lies about what happens yeah and she says they're great people and the, I, I think it's like to protect them yeah, so that was at the end of the day she was like no, no cannibalism they were very nice to me yeah and then there's after scene like 30 second credit scene where it's like a phone call from alejandro's sister and they find a satellite photo i forgot about that the yeah. first time i watched it the second time i didn't if it's assumed alejandro's alejandro. still alive at the yeah. end that he didn't get eaten yeah. and like he's like escaped somehow and yeah. he's just kind of like in the middle of forest and then yeah. i was like is there gonna be a sequel they're actually they're talking about a sequel <gasps> listen we i know will, you're not gonna want to see it we will do that i'll also. do one by myself no, if i have no. like to like i said we'll still do it um because we still need to do the new wrong turn when covid finally calms yeah. down and see the 
the I mean, facility, I think it is. So uh, what would you rate this out of um, 420 stoned cannibals? 420 stoned cannibals? I'd give it like a 300 out of 420. Really? It's not like a great movie, but One. I really like it because it's gross and weird and the kid from Spy Kids is in it. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm giving 186 stoned cannibals out of 420. A okay. hundred of those are just because they finished the movie. Okay. And that's impressive. Thanks. So, like, it's definitely not my favorite movie, but I have seen it multiple times and I enjoyed I've watching it again. I've seen a lot of bad again. movies that I don't enjoy multiple times. Oh, really? See, I've, if I don't like it, I'm not going to watch it again. I've watched the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street at least five times. Hated it every single no. time. Yeah, I thought it would, like, change. It doesn't. I don't I do not do that. If I don't yeah. like a movie, it's done to me. It's no, dead. I think, I think sometimes, like, not liking a movie, but someone wanting something on the background is kind of good. Oh, yeah. See, I normally go for, like, TV shows. Oh, no. And, like, 30-minute TV shows like Parks and Rec, Broad City, The Mick. Remember, remember in Broad City when they were so hyped about Hillary Clinton? Yeah. In one episode? That's Aww. embarrassing. Oh, yeah, a little bit, but, I mean... Embarrassing. Broad City's a good show. It is a good show. I do like Broad City. Um, Abby is my favorite. She's me. <laughs> yeah. That Broad City was good. I'll give it that. Um. So, yeah. That was a uh, green, green inferno. inferno. Um, I want to go back up and see the actors that I have written down. Yeah. Um, Justine, she's in Penny Dreadful, the TV. I liked Penny show. Dreadful a lot. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, the uh, the new the one, Tarantino. Yeah. Any connections to Letterkenny? No. You know, um, I, like I, I also think it's because I haven't watched Letterkenny in a while that I'm not as keen on the references. Okay. Um, but the girl who played Casey, the friend, was in Baby Driver. Um, the guy who played Alejandro was in a lot of Latin American movies that I never heard of. The girl who played Samantha Magna Magda Apanowitz. I don't know if that's how you say her last name. I'm so sorry. She was in Supernatural, oh. which I watched. Travelers, which I watched. Hellcats, which I watched. And Kyle XY, which I watched. Well, there has to be some connection from Supernatural. She was also later, in You, but I didn't watch You. You didn't watch You. I like You. You was good. Mm. That's what I've heard. No, he's good. I don't have any beef with it. Um, oh. Chris D'Elia is also a pedophile in you. Just yeah. Just like he is in real life. That's what I saw. <laughs> like, everyone's like, oh, it's the perfect scene. It's the perfect role also for him. He's a pedophile in a Workaholics, remember? Did you no, remember I that? didn't watch Workaholics. Workaholics I saw great. the only episode of Workaholics I saw was where they trip acid and with shrooms, their boss or whatever. No shrooms in their, was it shrooms? in their office. They like do- No, it wasn't that one. No. I swear, because they were in their apartment and they like acid proofed it. Yeah, I do remember that episode. Yeah, that's the only one I saw. No, I was thinking of when they have to like bug bomb their apartment, so they have to stay in the office overnight, and they like hide in it, and they do shrooms. No, I have seen that. I have seen <laughs> and the, that. They think someone's trying to break in. It's the IT people. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good. I show. have seen that. One. I, love I guess I've seen more than I thought it's I have. Such a good show. Uh, I think I think I tried to like start it, mm. and I just never got into it. But I've seen like episodes. Yeah, here no, and I there. like Warhawks a lot. Um, but yeah, Chris, Chris D'Elia plays a pedophile in that show, yeah. too. Um, no one else of note other than Daryl Sabara. Yeah. Sabara. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, of Sabara Pizza fame? No, oh. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's S-A-B-A-R-A. So I just say Sabara, oh. but it could be Sabara. Sabara. Sabolba. Sabara. Sabolba. Like from... Mm, there's no L. It was a... I know, I know, I know I'm being an asshole. Yeah, you're doing a great job, Liz. I always forget, like, sometimes when I'm sarcastic, it doesn't come off as sarcasm. So you just just seem a dick. Yeah, I'm just an asshole. (laughs) 
Um, that's all I got for cast because yeah. it wasn't that. Not really. I thought the guy who played Jonah was in stuff, but he looks like he was just in this. That's a bummer. Yeah, that sucks. Imagine your first ever movie being this. Yeah, I mean he was in like smaller roles, but yeah. still, it's probably why he hasn't been in anything. Yeah, else. Yeah, because it's not a good movie. Don't watch Green Inferno. And if you're gonna watch Green Inferno, get a bunch of people in together and just point and laugh at how bad it is. Yeah, that's it. All I gotta say about Green Room. That's I've given more. The thought Green to Room. What? Oh, I don't want to talk about Green Room. I don't <laughs> want to talk back. about Green. I don't want to talk about Green Room. I don't want to talk about Green. Was room. that the one where you guys talked about Juggalos? Or like maybe we talked. Kate and I talked about yeah, Juggalos a lot. Yeah. Now Green Room was the one that made me just unhappy. Uh, was the Green Room the one that Alicia and I were listening to when we called you and Kagan at work to complain about your comparison between radio hosts and podcasters? Yeah, or something what's like all that? that's the same? I don't want to get into it again. No, it's okay. I I don't want to get into it either. All but I'm saying I just is, think it was that one because we stopped it to call you. Yeah, Alicia was so furious. I still stand by that. All we are are just radio hosts on the internet. Yeah, with less ads. Yeah. But and you guys yelled at us. No music. Called us to yell at us. I mean, I definitely think they're different. But well, there in is the music. same... Just yeah. the same song at the beginning of the yeah. end. <gasps> Are you going to put one of your oh, is that, Until the, the, the Void music I might there? actually. I might you just should. do... I might, I might do a debut of my you new should. album. I've been you, working on... Yeah. You should. And you should put this in it. <laughs> and that's going like to be... a theremin. That, what the fuck is that? How do you know what a theremin is? No. It sounds like something out of Skyrim. Okay, well, like after we're done, this you'll become a, a theremin. But we have to put a stop to this because, much like that girl in the cage, I have to poop. Oh no! Oh, you're gonna wreck my bathroom. <laughs> I'm not gonna wreck your bathroom. <laughs> I do have a plunger if you need it. I'm not that bad. And there's spray. I've not eaten dried apricots. You had a burrito milk. for lunch. The burritos don't do it. It's only milk and dried apricots that do it to me. <laughs> dried apricots. So I found out. I found out. Okay, I had a bad experience. I love dried apricots so much. So but I found out that apricots, dry or not dry, are so full of fiber that when you eat them, your body doesn't know what to do. Really? So it just passes it. it out. It's bad. <laughs> so They're so good. Dried apricots take like fruit gushers, and that's all I gotta say mm, about that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I love them. They're so good. But any more than like five... Done yeah. in about an hour. Okay, guys, we'll, you'll hear from us another two uh, week and a half. Uh, we're doing every other week, so sure, two weeks. Yeah, I do every. Oh, you're uploading. Yeah, I do about every other week. Sorry, we were gone for so long. You know, quarantine. Yeah, like- um, we're gonna try to make them a little more semi regular. Okay, guys, we'll see you in two weeks with the next episode. Stay Bye, spooky, love you. safe. Wear your mask. Just oh, because yeah. we're apparently out of quarantine doesn't mean we need to stop yeah. wearing masks. Please wear a mask and be but, kind and be kind. Excuse me. Excuse you. Don't forget to be kind. Okay, everybody, be safe. Bye. Bye.